This episode was brought to you by The Hungry Pandas, VXP Realty, Mental Makeover, and AL Bean Clothing Brand. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Make Excuses or Make It Happen podcast. Today, we have a very special guest from the Newton, Massachusetts area. Without further ado, I'd like you to introduce yourself, man. Xavier, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm excited to be on any podcast, especially one with you here, being here in the backyard. Of course, brother. So yeah, thank you. So appreciate it. Um, so yeah, my name is Dick Lee. I'm with EXP Realty. Um, I'm a realtor, and I'm also a mortgage loan officer as well, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, my passion is helping people. I really believe in helping helping others by working smarter and not harder. You know, the goal financially for whether you're a loan officer or you're a realtor is the ultimate goal is to help families get into homes mm-hmm. by the right positive mindset. And number two, as an agent, to ultimately replace your transactionary income with referral income on both spaces, whether it's lending or real estate. Mm-hmm. And we do that with multiple facets. And anybody could do that. Obviously, you need to have a license. Right. Um, and the passion to help people. Because okay. uh, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure the answer is the same. You would never be part of a transaction if people aren't happy. No, no. It's all about the relationship at the, uh, to STEM. Yeah, you know, And then you work through the transaction with them. Exactly. And there's no such thing as a perfect transaction. There's going to be hair in every deal. Yeah, every right? single deal is different. Not one deal is identical. And you want to make sure all the moving parts, all the ancillary products, the par- the partners that you have, whether the insurance company, the appraiser, the attorneys, the attorneys, two attorneys, because there's two of them on your side. And you know, as being on the buy side, you want to make sure that you're, you're properly introducing your client to the right attorney versus that attorney that is a family friend, mm-hmm. or they happen to be an attorney who's in litigation, because you know, litigation attorneys get pretty litigious. Yeah. You know, and that's that makes for an ugly, ugly, potentially ugly transaction. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so then on that note, you've obviously very experienced, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you in here today. Um, I think that's where your value comes from, the things you've been through, how you fundamentally run your business, and how you sustain your business, and it's always still growing. Yes. So on that note, what does your experience come and look like? Where are you based out of? How long have you been in? Um, and what do you focus on now? Yeah, so it started way back when I was in college, um, back in the Northeastern University days. The Husky, I'm a Husky, you're a Husky. Yeah, different. Right, diff- different school, different Husky. Yeah. Right, still, still a bad, badass dog. But it's uh, it's so- funny. I wear, I wear a Yukon Husky, and someone actually asked me if that was Northeastern Huskies, and I just gave them the face on my hat. I'm like, how do you not know the difference? It's so different. It's so yeah. different. Yeah. So it started back then. Um, Northeastern has a unique system where they have the co-op program. Mm-hmm. And, I um, know about that. It's very valuable. A phenomenal program, and um, it happened in my in my middle of the year. It's a five year program, and I had a choice of going back to Foot Locker selling sneakers. Okay, or doing something else. And my co-op advisor said, you should probably try something else unless you want to be, have a career in selling sneakers or shoes. Right. So the kind of the light bulb went off in the head and I said, I should probably try something else. And that something else ended up becoming a mortgage processing job. Okay. So I learned the so back office. So kind of like assisting. Yeah, to, to, to well, pay, pay, a lot of paper pushing, running the numbers before it gets to the underwriter. Okay. Okay, so you understand the, the back end of a transaction, of a real estate transaction from the financial perspective. Um, I then came back for a second stint as a junior underwriter, ultimately hired as an underwriter. Okay. Um, but of course, I'm like you, we're, you know, we're people persons, yep. people people, and I can't sit still for too long. No, it's that's a, why you're in this field. Yeah, you know, so yeah, so we got to be out, out there about helping people, kissing babies, you know, shaking hands, yep. and doing, doing what we do best, working with people. Um, so I came on the loan officer side, okay. right? All of which, you know, along, along you know, had, had my license while, while doing a couple of rentals back in the day. 
Okay, rentals really designed for beer money back in college. <laughs> and you got to live somewhere. You got to, you know, it's those good old college days. Yeah, split your rent and enjoy you, the night and you, maybe maybe study. And you, may, you know, you always got to study a little bit. You know, you got to you got to finish up, right? It's 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 part of the pedigree that you try to do. Not not saying that the degree is for everyone, but yeah. it's uh it's not for everyone. But you know, for those who have it, it definitely has some advantages to it. Right. So you were win, get, learning the ropes of mortgage yep. and getting dabbling into rentals. Dabbling into rentals. Then I, I opened up a mortgage company. Okay. Opened up a second mortgage company. Sold that second one to a publicly traded company. How were you able to open up your own company as an entrepreneur and sustain it enough to be valuable enough to sell? People. 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 When human you, capital. Human capital. Leverage. Yeah. Right. When you have good people, when you when you're naturally a good person, people will be attracted to you as an individual. And when you offer a value, whether they're a client or your employee or a business partner, when the value is there and it's sustainable, it's it's very transparent. That's amazing to me. I just asked you how you sold a multi-million dollar company, and you didn't mention anything about money. It has nothing it to do with money. People, value, and sustainability. Yeah. When you have people, value, sustainability, people, value, sustainability will add to production. Mm-hmm. Production equals the money, but the money doesn't come without the people. Yeah. Right? Money is just... It's the great thing of life, and it's also the evil things in life. It's a tool, right? it's negative yeah, or positive. Exactly, you know, the old chick, they'll say, you, you got the chicken or the egg? Who goes first, right? Which one comes first? We, who knows what the answer is? But what the true answer is people, mm-hmm. right? If, you know, quality human beings will always bring in other quality human beings by helping others. Right. And if you can't help others, there's no point for you to be in that service industry. And that service industry is real estate, right? And it, it real estate encompasses Real estate sales, leasing, development, and finance, both commercial and residential. Correct. And when you help those people achieve their dreams and allow them to become financially free as consumers, they're going to naturally refer other people to you if they had a good experience. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to please 100% of the people. No. I am not for 100% of the no. people. No. All right? Yeah. And that's a challenge. All right? But you have to learn to accept that you're not right for 100% of the people. And it's okay. You know? The best part of be, about being a realtor, and you'll appreciate this, is that if you have that customer that you may not have that right synergy with, mm-hmm. right? They're just really all over you for every little thing that you do or don't do. And you understand that we're all human beings. We only can do so much. We all have the same timeline, 24-7, 365. It's what you choose to do with it in between. Yeah. For example, when you look at a headstone, they look at your birth year, then your, your, your passing year, the hyphen in between is what defines us as human beings. What are you going to do with that hyphen? People will always remember the day you were born and the day that you passed. But we, don't you want people to remember you for the hyphen? Is that yeah. more important? And that's only done by your actions. By your actions your value, helping people. Yeah. And how your legacy sits with people. Exactly. So as a realtor, as a mortgage loan officer, the best thing, for, especially as a realtor, because as a realtor, once you have a license in any state, it allows you the, the opportunity to earn an income by passing a referral off. So literally, well, yeah, by having a good conversation, exactly. You know, there's, you know, I service. I, I'm in the Newton Metro West area, right? I don't, I don't, I won't go to Salem where you where you are, right? right? If I have a deal in Salem, I'm going to give you a call and we'll do a deal together. Right. It doesn't matter if you're not with our brokerage. It's people. Right. Right. I know that you'll get the job done. Right. Now, if I have a client that's really over the top, very overbearing, and there's somebody that ticked me off in the business in the real estate side, it's not you, obviously. I may refer that customer to my my friend who I'm not so friendly with <laughs> right? and earn a referral income while they get the headache. Yep. And at the same time, 
where me as a younger realtor, I think I'm about at least 20 years younger than you. So with me as a younger realtor, if I come across a, while I'm working in this Newton area, a Northeastern grad who's an older generation who somehow mentioned your name, well then maybe at least if I'm not even referring it to you, well at least I built a business to you, I'm gonna pick your brain. And if I pick your brain too much, yes, that's your referral. And so it's just opportunity. I think I was talking about this with one of my partners, how you're looking at these opportunities that are in front of you. He had mentioned was it's the assignment. What is your assignment that you're focusing on? And for you, it was those three pillars that we just said that created the, the sustainability to get to where you wanted to be. It's about people. It's right. about people. You know, and, and, and understanding people is understanding yourself, number one. And it starts off, I think it started off for me when I was a kid, right, playing sports, team sports. Um, you know, we're, we're in real estate together, okay, as realtors. Mm -hmm. There are non-realtors, of course, out there. And yep. I, There's I'm a biased. difference between a realtor and an agent. We have the code of ethics. Yeah. Okay, we have a code of ethics. That's why you and I are both realtors. You know, I, I happen to be serving on the board for the Greater Boston Associate of Realtors in an elected position because we're there to help other realtors sustain their business, to grow their business, to help other families, to help their own family. Right. Okay, and that's, it's, it's really a, it's a help, help, help mentality. And that's when you really help people, it, it really comes back around tenfold. I think in real estate, you have a choice. And in life, you can give or you can take more. It's up to you. I've, do, I've done both. I've, get, I've had periods in life where I've taken more and I've given more. But every time, when I'm giving more on the giving end, I see more come back to me than every time that I've always taken opportunity after opportunity and then eaten and eaten and eaten while everyone else isn't. When I when I kind of give and make sure someone else is eaten first before yep. myself, I find that as long as I stay patient and I do do time, do diligence, it comes back around tenfold almost every time. Every single time. When you give, you always get. That's the old B&I model. Um, I'm no longer a part of any BNI chapter, and I've helped founded two of them. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's it's I'm not number one. I'm not a morning person to start to start. I know I'm you not, told me that. You're not like, a morning person. Eight a.m. Man, call me that. Yeah, you know my phone is He's off like, until eleven. Dude, my yeah. phone is off till eleven, so I do not serve. I see everything that comes in. I love like, that you just shared yeah. that. We're gonna have to elaborate that more because yeah. on that note, uh, many people in entrepreneurship think that I gotta be up early. I gotta go do a sixteen-hour day. Yeah. It's 16 hour days. 5 a.m. wake up. Yeah, which you could. You're welcome to wake up at 5 a.m. I won't be up at 5. I'll be up at 6, 6.30. Okay? So the day starts really, it really starts in the morning mm -hmm. with me time. Yep. Right? If you don't get yourself mentally focused for your day, both physically, mentally, everything, yep. you're, you're setting up for a failure for that day. So, you know, if you, don't, if you don't have your health, how do you create your wealth? If you don't have your health, how do you help your family? If you don't have your health, how do you help your clients? All right, so it starts with health, getting a good workout in, a good solid sweat if you could, mm -hmm. and it's tough being living in Boston, right? Yep. So you know you got whether it's push-ups, sit-ups, something. There's where it goes. Can't make excuses. Can Got to make it happen. You could do a sit-up or push-up. It doesn't matter if you're on your knees doing your push-ups, right? Or you're or you're cheating in your sit-ups. You could still do it. Doesn't matter what your body shape is, what your what your level of athleticism is. Anybody could do a push-up. Anybody could do a sit-up, and it starts with one. Remember, we all start with zero. We all start with zero. Right, and it's just once you do one, one becomes two, two becomes four. That's a 10x factor. Yeah, and it just grows huge. It just magnifies, and then you, and then you get buy-in. People start they understand you and your culture, your culture of your team as an individual, and when they buy into that culture, they are, they're able to do more with less, and that's that's where you really grow exponentially. Now I wanted to ask you, so how much does your team produce? How much does Dick Lee and those surrounded by produce? So my team on the last calendar year. 
Yeah, my team, my team last year in 2021, we produced slightly over 140 million here in Boston. Okay. Okay. When, you know, How those, many deals about? Those, probably close to a little over hundreds. Hundreds, a little yeah, over hundreds. hundreds, yeah. How many are you leading your team in? Less than six. Okay. Less than six in my own name. Okay. So we, my, my philosophy is I, you know, for those who play cards, I'm the dealer. Yeah. If you're on the blackjack table, the poker, poker dealer, I can generate leads all day long. I just don't need the recognition. I don't need the plaques. I've got piles of plaques at home for being right. top producer. Right. Okay. But, and again, we talked about this earlier, Xavier, the power of a referral. If I give a team member within my team a referral and it goes in their MLS name, I can still receive a 50% referral, 75% referral, and they're doing all the work and I'm just guiding them along the way. Right. That enables me to travel, which is one of my passions. That's what I was going to get into right. after. You know, yeah. I just came out from an amazing trip in Atlanta yeah. at the Porsche experience where you go there and, you know, be driven in a, a ridiculous car, <laughs> several cars, right? That's what's up. Um, and we had, a, we had an amazing gala there for ARIA, the Asian Real Estate Association of America. Yeah, I would love for you to yeah. share it with so, the uh, it's a, it's a it's a nonprofit real estate organization with 43 chapters, 18,000 members. And uh, we celebrated my buddy Dan Park, who's the uh, he's a he's a mortgage loan officer down in, in Atlanta, Georgia. He was installed as a chapter president there, so we went there to support him and his local chapter, and had a lot of fun doing so. All all of which you know, as long as you have your phone, right? You have your phone here, which is always there. Um, I can conduct my business, and it's a phone, it's a text, it's an email. All the docs are in the clouds, and my team is productive. They're doing what they're doing. They can do their walkthroughs. They could do meet the appraiser. They could do everything, right. okay. While while I'm away. So, so how many hours? Do you, how many hours a day do you find yourself in uh, real estate income producing activities? So that's a great question. I don't ever feel like I'm working, Xavier. When you feel when you love what you do, you don't feel like you're working. So how many hours? I don't know. Dick proves it's true. It's, it's, <laughs> fifty one years in the game. 50, 50, well, <laughs> I'm not. I'm fifty one years old. Yeah. But imagine fifty one years there. I, I I started in real estate before when I was my mom's womb. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 51 years in the game, and it just goes to show if you love what you do. And when you love what you do, you don't working. feel like you're working, right? Right. You know, we have opportunities. We This week, this week our team's putting up two listings, right? This week alone. Last week we put up three, okay? And then the, the following week, we're not going to put anything up because nothing should go up the week before 4th of July. Boom. Strategic. You have to. The why, why, Days of market will kill you. Right. There are buyers out there. Other agents Unless will. it's a houseboat, I will say I did pull that off last houseboat, year. Yeah. It actually signed the I signed the purchase of sale agreement on Fourth of July. There we go. There's opportunity because a lot of agents yeah. take it off. Yeah. All right. So the people, it's real estate doesn't sleep. Right. People. Internet doesn't sleep. People do sleep. Oh, oh, that's a good point right there. People do sleep, right? We all need <laughs> our sleep, right? So yeah. So to answer your question, how many hours am I really? For mm-hmm. real estate productive, maybe five hours a day max. That's what I expected. I expected you to say three to five. Yeah, five max, and that's it. And if you consider working, sending a text. Yep, a I consider phone. it conversations. Yep. Even if you're looking on the MLS, updating, checking in with your team member, yep. eating lunch for coffee with a member. Yep. That's all work. And then you know, while we while you're talking about you know making your calls, when people make calls, people make calls all the time. And then what's the purpose of making calls? It's about making a connection. Connection. Right. Leave, don't leave voicemails. Of if you if you say you're going to call someone, make sure you have a, a meaningful conversation with that person, because otherwise it's just a dial. Yeah. A dial means nothing unless you connect. I feel like it's important to understand that text messages, social media DMs, emails, and posts those are all prefaces to the call. 
Exactly. To the it conversation. To the, call. the conversation, the real life conversation, the agreement, the look in the eyes, the standing strong, the understanding, the shaking hands, the smile behind it. When your character shows, whether even if it's over the phone, that's what makes it click and makes that person take whatever next step it is. Absolutely, absolutely. And that goes, that's that's a great preference for whether you're in real estate sales or mortgage sales or insurance sales. It's a point of contact. Right. You have to add value to everybody's life. And I'm sure with all these podcasts you do, everybody's saying a lot of the same things about adding value. Right, but in everybody's else's, everybody's singular interpretation and perspective. Yep. For us all to grasp on and take, take something from, just take one or two just, from. Just a nugget here and there, yeah. right? A great nugget. So right now we're, you know, we're we're in the process of acquiring a bank with our mortgage company. Okay, so acquiring another bank. Okay, so when we, what does that mean? Someone so else's practice, essentially. It's some, it's a bank that's being acquired. So when we acquire the bank, we have the ability of writing write, writing loans in fifty states under a federal charter, like a Bank of America or a Chase or a Citizens Bank. Banks, a bank charter allows You're leveling you leveling up. Leveling up. FDIC, okay. FDIC. So for all the loan officers out there, for the loan officers that are going to listen to this podcast right now, yeah, they are all hurting right now for lack of refinance production because the rates went up, you know, at least two hundred basis points. So everyone, so demand for those is so shortened, right? Unless they're a proven loan officer, which there are a lot of amazing professionals here in Massachusetts and across the country, okay, they 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 have to have a proven purchase business working with quality agents, right. realtors. Right. Um, they have to be involved with their own pipelines as a real as, as a loan officer to, to turn over those stones to help those customers, whether they, they're identifying that their children are entering college in the next two years, have they set up their college planning, working with a financial advisor, maybe doing cash out refinance. No one's doing a rate and term refinance unless they're extending their term from a 10, 15 to back to a 30 year. Because the rates are higher. Because rates are higher yeah. and they still need cash flow. Right. We all know that inflation is through the roof, yep. all time highs, over 8% right now. I mean, Everything costs more to borrow. How much did it cost you to fill up your guest tank? Uh, I didn't even fill it up. It was thirty for half of it. It's crazy, right? <laughs> 30, I mean, and, and and just six months ago, that thirty dollars was, was almost the whole tank. Yeah, whole tank, right? Yeah. So it's a matter of perspective. Now, groceries is another issue. Yeah. How much is a dozen eggs now? It's I think almost everything has gone up at least like t- anywhere from ten to thirty percent. So you, so so what are what are real estate professionals, whether you're a loan officer or a realtor, doing to supplement that income? But you have to build another source of income, another, another business. Yeah, you can go work at McDonald's. So are you you're saying what time. you guys are doing is expanding nationally so you can serve more? You're expanding nationally so you can serve more. So, again, it's a people. All right, so if so, the program that we have for the loan officer model is that if you're a licensed loan officer and eventually when the bank is acquired, a realtor can hop on this, okay, is that if you take a mortgage loan officer across the U.S. and they do $20 million, $20 million in production, yep. this is an average loan officer. Yep. Maybe below average, right? But that's a real number because they don't have uh, rate and term refinance anymore. So you, Xavier, would be earning 10 basis points for every loan officer you introduce this model. So that's $20,000 for every $20 million producer you bring on board. For every loan officer that does that. That, that? that does that, right? Or if it's $10 million, which is half that production, it's 10000 Right. So if you have 10 of those $10 million loan officers, that's $100,000 a year, passive income coming in. And when that loan officer brings in, did another loan officer, you get five basis points on that second loan officer. So that's 15 basis points on the loan officers that somebody else brings in total. So you're implementing somewhat like a, net, a network marketing model. Everything is everything is a pyramid. Right. The word is pyramid. pyramid. Let's get this right. That's it. Yeah, pyramid, let's get this right pyramid, right now because I look, yeah. I'm not with the company, but I know yeah. it and I agree with it because I've ran similar. Yeah. So please. So everything in the world is a pyramid. Right. Everything in the world is a pyramid. Let's use McDonald's. 
Okay, let's go. Ronald McDonald, right? McDonald, the Golden Arches. Everybody has had a half meal. Everybody's had a Big Mac, quarter pound of cheese, a quarter French fries, or or, yeah. or, or a make love and fluff and whatever you call it, breakfast <laughs> sandwich, right? It is what it is, right? Yeah. So there's a McDonald's University, and there's so there's franchise opportunities. Yep. Right. So McDonald's corporate runs everything, and it bleeds down like a pyramid, right down to the to the to the person ground level on the street selling your you a Big Mac, Big Mac. Yeah. Right to the person mopping the floor. They're all part of the same model. Look at Walmart. Who owns Walmart? Right? No, the Walmart's. Sam, it, Sam, isn't Sam, it? Sam, Sam, no, Sam, Wal- Sam, Sam, uh, Sam Walton. Sam Walton. Walton. It wasn't even the he Walmart. He sits on top of his pyramid. Walton. Yeah. yeah. He sits on top of his pyramid. Right. Right. One of my. Berkshire favorite, Hathaway. Yeah, Berkshire Hathaway. At the end of the day, Mr. Buffett. Right. Biggest innovator out there. Half a million dollar stock. And 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 he sells franchises. It's part of the pyramid. Right. It's all, all right. part of the pyramid. The the best one I love Elon Musk. Yep. Tesla, amazing product, innovator, right? It's a pyramid. Everything is a pyramid, right? The, my I, my Apple iWatch is part of the Apple pyramid. Oh yeah, because right? here's the phone and the computer. And here's the phone, the computer, the yeah. iPad. It's all connected. So, if you're not, and even if you open your own business, if you as if you ultimately you may decide you want to get your broker's license, Xavier, yeah, and open up your own brand, Xavier's brokerage. As X example. is the very top right. of that pyramid. So you're anything that trickles down. That's right. it. You build your own pyramid from the top. From where my eight, from where say I have an agent under me, where they live and work. Yeah, they're part. They, they they're part of my fundamentals now. Yeah. it's a beautiful thing. And so a pyramid is not a bad thing, right? It's the building upon. That's kind of what a, the, the word pyramid. That's what it makes me think. Building upon. You got a level. You put the next level. Put the next level. Or reversely, somehow you're still trying to build a foundation of something. You're just trying to build a structure. Yep. So you have a level, then the level, then the level, and, and, and the word, the key, that the key word, the verb that you said is structure. Structure. Yeah. Right. When you have structure, structure means stability. Yeah. Stability means the bottom. Strength. The bottom, is why the wider you get, the stronger you are for your pyramid. Okay. So the the now when, we you, can go. when you when now when, now think of a house now. Yeah. Let's go back to real estate. When you think of a house, when you have a strong footing and a foundation, you have a strong house. A house with good bones. Yep, to say. Right? Yep. And then everything else fills in. So that when you're buying an 1800 build, as long as it has good bones, some of the best homes in Massachusetts it. are the older homes. Yeah. Right? With the horsehair plaster. <laughs> I mean, the horsehair plaster, right? But those are good bones of a house because the foundation was built correctly. So when you go to the pyramid, there's pyramid schemes, mm-hmm. which means there's no bottom. Ah. When there's no bottom, there's no stability or structure. And there's the difference. That's the difference right there. Right. When you have the bottom, you have structure and strength. And you, so you guys are well structured. The performance says and shows, and it's extreme growth. It's honestly, I think, what it is. It's it's, it's so innovative, so it's, technology, it's, so changing, it's, so so successful to say. It's unbelievable. It's growth is a growth is a fun is a fun word. Yeah, growth is a fun word. Right? That's why I entered my career with the. I'm growth mindset. I'm a first three years as a realtor. Everything's growth. Whatever happens, whatever happens, happens. And when you enter your thirtieth year, you're still growing. Right. You know, it's you know, you, it's I a different at, level. I look at myself. If I don't learn something new every day, I feel like I failed that day. Yeah. I have to learn something new every day. Hey, it's Dick Lee here with EXP Realty. Just want to say thank you for watching the podcast of Make Excuses or Make It Happen. If you're a real estate agent or if you're a loan officer, please, please, please reach out to me. I want to make sure that you are financially aligned with your business. What does financially aligned mean? Well, that makes that your business is working for you. 
We want to make sure that you're maximizing your profitability, maximizing your revenue, and also working smarter, not harder. See, I've been doing this for over 27 years. I want to make sure that you're doing the same as well, too. So hit me up, 508-277-9939, or follow me on Instagram at TheRealDickLee. Thank you so much, and have a great day. Hey all, this is Chris with Mental Makeover. Wanted to come in, on here and talk a little bit more about our company, our mission, and our values. Uh, so Mental Makeover, it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization that started in August of 2018 after the deaths of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Um, and since then, uh, my team and I, we have been working to develop curriculum, education, and, and awareness for the youth in our community, especially in Salem. Uh, we've lost too many people to mental health struggles and we wanted to do something about that. We wanted to be a little bit more proactive than reactive and that's what Mental Makeover is striving to do. Uh, we're happy to sponsor the Make Excuses or Make It Happen podcast as Xavier is a good friend of ours. He's from Salem um, and he's making a difference in our community. And with that, um, thanks for having us. When was there a point in your life or your business entrepreneurial journey where you had you had no option to make excuses, your only option was to make it happen right then and there? When my daughter was born. The okay. day that I became a father, yep. the world changed. My habits changed, the way I drive my car, everything. Yeah. When Kiana was born, my life changed the, the way I know it. And now my whys, yeah. whys on top of that, yeah. are my children. Right, so you you know everything is passed on. The more the more I earn, I can make five million dollars this year, mm -hmm. and what good is that going to do me tomorrow? Nothing. You're good, man. You got right. a lunch what and a car tomorrow. What, what You're good. Do? Going five, on a t-shirt. But that five, <laughs> but that five t-shirt. That, five, that my, my, I love this t-shirt by the way. It's, yeah. a, it's a free t-shirt. Free's good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. So that five million dollars. If I made five million dollars next year or this year for 2022. That's going for the lead generation. That's just bu it's building building a path for yeah. my ears, yes. for my children, yes. right? for the future Lees, yes. right? the family tree. Because when you build something sustainable and structured, it gets passed on for generations to come. So it's just, it's I, I, I equate this as being an NBA basketball player. Imagine being Steph Curry, one of my favorite players out there. I was His dad, Dell, was my favorite back in the day as well too. Okay. Pure shooter, right? Just a good guy. Can, can Steph Curry do any wrong? I mean, we're talking about the Maybe Warriors and the Celtics. But no, but as a person, as a human being, can he do anything wrong? Oh, no, right. right? He's, he's cooking with the pot. He's, he's good. Right? right? He can't. He's that I, I can't find a weakness in him as a person. They say he's a, fa a face of the generation, right? Yeah. Pure person, right? Right. Good father. Team, ultimate teammate, right? But he's when he's on the court, he's a, he's a, he's a beast. Yeah. Right? So now, but he's a second-generation NBA baller. Now, will his kids become in the NBA? Who knows? Right. We have no idea. But his father set up the foundation. He's rebuilt. He's making that foundation stronger. And for his future, to the, for the next level. For the future Currys. And I'm just doing that for the future Lees. You're doing that for the future, you know, for your future of your family as well, too, for the yeah. Poles. That's Undoubtedly. it. And that's what it's about, right? Building the future because you can work hard every day, each and every day, which we all do. But to the point, where is there enough money for you to actually truly live? And will that still drive you with the passion? Right. All right. So my passion is not driven by transaction. It's not driven by the, you know, if I made $100,000 next month, that's that's awesome. But it's not driven, I'm not driven by that. I'm driven by the fact that that 100000 is going to be over a million dollars for my ears. Right. That's what drives me. On its growth, right? Yeah. What are some of the things that you're into other than real estate? Where are you involved? What are some of your interests? I love my dog. Yeah. This is my third Rottweiler. Right? People say the Rottweiler is the vicious animal, like, pit, like pitties. 
Roddy's the sweetest dog you'll ever meet. Very active. So I, you know, so she's part of my everyday regimen every day to get my get out there for my exercise. Yeah. I got I have to stay in shape. Okay. So I'm working out every day. I have to. Got to get a good sweat in every day. I enjoy traveling. Okay. Yeah. When I'm traveling, um, you know, I'm going to to Orlando, Dominican Republic next two weeks. And then later on, which, you know, there's a there's a trip that may be potential to Vietnam. And most of your travels are business related, correct? Um, well, it's you could say that's part of business because that's how I that's a right. But like, going back to what you said, that's what appears like on life. social media, right? It's because I choose what content to show on my social media. Okay, okay. I choose that. Right. Okay, and people say, well, you know, where do you have time to do your production? Oh, <laughs> I do. I'm actually just there. I'm showing what I want you to see. Right. Right. What what they don't see is what goes behind the scenes of truly teaching an agent. Right? How do you properly do a comparative market? I mean, analysis? look, exactly, and you could have been doing just that two hours in an airport. Exactly. On Zoom. Yep, on a Zoom. Yeah. When I called you earlier, I was in my car. Oh, we've done that. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, Xavier, uh, I'm in D.C., man. Just call me in like 30 minutes. No, Which no is problem. fine. There he it's is. Just he's, like, he's like, oh, hey, Xavier, oh, look at the thousand people in the back. Oh, just talking in D.C., see you soon. My family, travel, right? I love to travel, right? During the pandemic, I, I grew a, uh, a little avocado tree. <laughs> I took. I saw this thing. On, I saw this thing on TikTok, and it was avocado. I love my avocados, by the way. Who doesn't love avocados? Yeah, you're right. Right, bro. guac, guac is Superfood. Awesome. Superfood. It's a mufa. They call it. And you take the avocado, you peel the seed, yeah. and you put it in the bag in a dark area with around with you know paper, and it grows. A, it grows a root, and that's now a little tree. Okay. So that's you know. Why, so why not do that? It's a, you know. It's, it's it's like raising a child, but it's a plant. All right, so it was gardening. That's what you just got yeah, into. Yeah, exactly. That's what's up. I, I, that's one of my goals. I want a whole property with the little carrots, the potatoes, etc. Yeah. You know, pick, just pick your greens, all that good stuff. You want to decompress after a long week, right? And month. not have to go spend two hundred dollars at Market Basket. Think about if you grow your own, if you grow your own vegetables. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, growing your own vegetables, fruits, right? <laughs> Side hustle, I'm not that you want to sell marijuana, but you're allowed 10 plants per household. Hey, now see, all right, we're going to have to have another podcast. The, the cannabis route. You're right. That's cannabis and commercial real estate is going to be big in Massachusetts right now. It already is, and in fact, yes. right now, they're already figuring out whatever it is in the talks of the cafes. That's yep. huge right now. I mean, yep. I'm in there. Yeah, so, so vision. my vision is taking it, the high-rises in downtown Boston that's empty now and, those, and, and restructuring leases to have investors and growers in there. Right, and take advantage of having these probably one of the most sunlit places. It's every you're up there, the the, the HEPA filters are unbelievable. So pure purification for the air, and you can tap in the water supply if so you can properly cultivate. What are some of your great the greatest challenges that you've been through in your career, and what did you do to overcome them? So I think the biggest challenge that I've had is people not understanding my philosophy and the way I think, um, which is okay. Um, you cannot never please a hundred percent of a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so once they understand my mindset, then they're going to understand how their mindset works, and so it's it's human relationships. So the challenge is the haters out there. Well, that's not going to work. This is not going to work. That won't work. What are you doing this for? Why are you doing this? All the doubt, doubters, haters, and questioners. You block them out. I ignore them. Right. Because at the end of the day, I know who I am. I'm not for a hundred percent of the people. Right. I may not be for fifty percent of the people, mm-hmm. which is okay. I know that I'm on a trajectory, a path, that's gonna set myself up and my family up, right, and my business partners who, who I'm affiliated with to the next level. And so when you're affiliated with me, it's you're affiliated with me and you're gonna get 100% of me. And all you have to worry about is what you're doing, what, how strong you. A great example of that in life is that you, I have friends 
who may have a boyfriend or girlfriend, and their boyfriend or girlfriend cheats on the other person, okay, and, they, and then they dwell over that. Well, you know what? It's it happened. You need to move on with that. Yeah. The minute they when they're dwelling on what happened in the past, right? They're never going to advance to the future because right. it's a roadblock for them mentally. There is a future. Is it left or right? Which way you're going? Whichever way you want to go. Yeah. There's no wrong answer. But there is right? a, the, the, the earth. Hopefully, will yeah, turn everything goes around. around. Everything right. goes around circle. Yeah. My dog's name is Karma. Okay. <laughs> right. With you know that's, Karma that's with a K. That's intentional. Right? Yeah. Right? Inten- very intentional. Okay. So it's uh yeah so hey plug in for my dog Karma the Roddy on Instagram. You know, okay. Yeah, so my daughter controls the feed. <laughs> I was actually talking about figuratively with dogs. A big thing is um, they're one of the greatest examples that show how strong your nonverbal action is. Yes. Because it's the only way they can communicate. Exactly. Now, you know, when we're talking about dogs and animals, a dog lives to see you, to live for you. And that is it. That's all it knows. And that's, all that, that's their normal priority, right? If a human's life could be like a dog's life, how life simple would life be? We'd probably be a lot more successful. Without the noise and distractions. <laughs> oh, wow. Noise and distractions screws everybody Isn't up. Isn't that crazy? So, right. yo, be a dog out there. That's it. Just be a dog. <laughs> the right dogs. Right. All right. And then uh, what's the number one piece of advice you'd leave people with? Have an open mind for everything that you do. Okay. Be friendly. Okay. And, and it's okay to say no. Not everybody's right for everything. Many people have said that. It's yeah. okay to say no. It's okay to say no. Right. And especially when you're dealing with, with a transaction, specifically for a transaction, don't say yes to an opportunity that you can't handle. Always ask for help, because people are always there to extend that olive branch to help you. Okay, this is the olive branch. I call it the bamboo stick. Mm-hmm. So you give, the, extend the bamboo. If they reach out for it, you can help them, right? And if you can't help them, I guarantee you there's somebody else that can help them. Yeah, don't put yourself in that very risky and not pleasant position no. when there's you, no need to. There's no need to. You only have one name. Yep. So if you have one name in this world, you were born with that name. Don't mess it up. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Buffett's huge on that. It takes yeah. it takes 50 years to build your your uh, credibility. It takes five minutes to ruin it. That's it. Bad <laughs> news fa- travels much faster than good news. So lastly, where, where can we find you on social media um, in terms of staying connected, looking for real estate mortgage advice, personal development, and uh, maybe joining some of your organizations? Sure. Everything I have is follow The Real Dick Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, okay. YouTube. Universal. The, the real, yeah. everything is the, I'm bringing everything to the real Dick Lee. Yep. And again, that's who I am, the real me. Yep. Love me, hate me. Okay. <laughs> I, if I offend you, I'm not sorry. Yep. Because you're, on, you're unapologetic. Great. I'm, unapologetic I'm very intentional of what I do. That's a way that, that's a mindset that we have to be. Yep. Um, whether it's you don't like your position and and you, you're coming into conflict on your daily, it's similar to what you just said. You came into the conflict because you were being yourself. Yep. Let's address it. Move forward. And the and you know it's this you know you be yourself. My advice to everybody: be yourself. If you're with a organization that doesn't believe in you as a human being, as a professional, then maybe you should relook at that because you are yourself, and don't let anybody take that away from you. Yep. And it takes a village to be surrounded by. That's you just it. gotta you gotta make your own place in this world. Without a doubt. And establish it, and go get your piece. Go get your piece of the pie. Go get your market share. Go execute it. Perform. So that when everybody, including yourself, is reflecting, there's nothing but success there. Take what's yours, give back what they, what you need to give back for, and the world will be a good place. Yes, sir. All right, man. That's it. Nice and simple, man. Well, thank you so much for your time, my brother. Thank you. I really Thanks appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah.